Queen, headlong. Oh, what a tune. So uh, I mentioned that I spoke to, uh, on the phone, a shotgun mistress headman, uh, frontman, uh, Glenn Patrick. It's been a little while trying to sort this out, and uh, it's a little bit of a challenge when you're trying to talk to someone in Australia because uh, the times are all a little bit different, aren't they? Uh, there, what was it? Their midday is our 9 p.m. And, and stuff like that. It gets, gets very, very confusing. So I'm not sure what time of day it is in Australia. But uh, anyway, here's Glenn Patrick from Shotgun Mistress. And then we'll hear their single, uh, their current single, No Friend of Mine, which we've heard a few times on the Ashton Rock Show. But uh, as we're talking about their single, we're going to hear it again. Uh, so you'll hear from Glenn, then we'll hear the tune, then we'll hear some more from Glenn about where you can see them. And then I will be back. Here's Glenn Patrick from Shotgun Mistress. 98 FM. So, all the way from the other side of the world in Australia, on the phone, I have Glenn Patrick from Shotgun Mistress. Hello, Glenn. G'day, buddy. How are you? I'm very well. <laughs> G'day. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time to chat to us uh, and for, for working late, uh, putting in some extra overtime. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Or, as we were just saying, uh, an early start, really, for a musician uh, at 9pm. <laughs> yeah, this is easy. <laughs> getting up early, getting up early. Uh, so you are the lead singer in a band that our listeners will be familiar with on the As Yet Untitled Rock Show, Shotgun Mistress. Yes, yes, thank you so much for, uh, for plugging and polluting the airwaves with the track thus far, really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our pleasure, our pleasure. I enjoy polluting airwaves with such good stuff. Uh, so you guys, uh, you're, you're quite a newly formed band, is that right? Yeah, I only formed less than a year ago, so been going really quickly i mean i've been in a lot of bands and this has definitely been one of the quickest sort of turnarounds so you know content and and gigging and, and whatnot so it's, it's been great yeah yeah so i was going to ask you that so you've been in uh, a few other bands yourself i think all of you have had uh, other things you've been involved with so you, you're fair to say you know your stuff yeah yeah well um no no strangers to to rock and roll it's just uh, more of a um a, a change in sort of sub genres really i mean Half the band were in like sort of you know metal, um, you know, hard death black metal, and uh, the other half of us were in sort of like pop rock, and it's kind of like met right in the middle. So it's, it's, it's now it's just nice, dirty classic rock. So uh, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully we uh, finish this album off towards the end of the year, and things things start to make 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 way, which would be good. Yeah, so I, I read that you guys, as you just mentioned, you've got a few different musical influences between you. What was it like kind of merging those styles and marrying them together in the studio? Uh, it was relatively um, easy, to tell you the truth. Uh, there's, I don't know if you know much about sort of writing music or anything. Um, I don't know. Are you a muso yourself, Stuart? Uh, I play guitar. Uh, I've not, not, not really written much. I just play everyone else's stuff. <laughs> it's much easier. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few different ways of writing. Uh, you know, you got your classic sort of everyone jump in a room and start playing until you figure out a song or there's you know you've got your own little studio at home and you record and you bring your tracks to the table and everyone you know picks the, the best ones but this one was a little bit different it was uh matt the guitarist he literally just wrote uh the entire track just his guitar and then he brought it to the drummer the drummer wrote his bit the bass played it the same and then i did the same with the vocals and the melody so it was um and it was a really quick process because yeah, yeah we all sort of pitched in and wrote together and within, you know, four months of, you know, banding together, we, we had over an album's worth of material, so now we're in the studio recording. Oh, wow, that's pretty fast, four months for, uh, from uh, not knowing each other to uh, recording a whole album. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty fast. It's a, a lot faster than, than what I've been used to in the past, but I guess that's, that's how you're supposed to do it. 
That's what happens when it clicks, right? That's exactly right, and it, it does need to click, especially with you know members and everyone being on the same page. It's it's yeah. You know, I'm in my mid thirties, so I'm not like a a spring chicken. So it's it's more <laughs> like a, you know finally got the guys together in the music that I love after all these years to, <laughs> to actually do this. So. <laughs> so you've mentioned the album, the debut album. It's coming together fast. Um, when when can people enjoy that, and what, what's it going to be about? What's, what can you tell us? Oh, it's just going to be sleaze, classic rock to the to the max. If you like your, your Motley Crews and your your Velvet Revolvers and your Slashes, I mean, this is yeah. you know, um, it's very um, a real you know heavy rock, classic rock undertone. And I think at the end of the day, it's it's, it's all about yeah, really getting into the tracks and and really vibing off on stage and seeing the sort of crowd, the crowd react and everything. So it's. We really wanted it to be kind of like an interactive album. Um, so when we finally do take to the stage, it's going to be a lot of fun for the crowd and everything as well. After Jody's putting on putting on a show, um, yeah. but I think the actual re- release date is going to be early um, next year, um, towards the end of the year. Uh, but the uh, the actual recording of it's almost done. So I'm I'm in there doing the vocals at the moment. And when you you do the vocals, it's uh, getting to the end, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that's right. You can finally start seeing stuff, so, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> so you've written the album with uh, sort of live performances in mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I actually saw a really good documentary. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's one of the the, uh, the Foo Fighters ones, actually. And um, Dave Brawl was saying that they were they were writing a song and you know, in the the same tempo of being able to jump up and down. <laughs> oh yeah like in a crowd like in a mosh pit so if you get to that beat then you sort of keep to that sort of tempo and, and um, yeah it kind of works so we're giving that a crack <laughs> hey, if it works for Dave Grohl it's pretty decent advice to follow right <laughs> everything's pretty much um, works for Dave Grohl he's like a, he's got the Midas touch that fella <laughs> oh he's a bit of a hero on our rock show did I mention the fact that I went to see him I think I might have mentioned it a few times uh, to our listeners not no not not to me, didn't I? Not great. to you. Oh, well, I'll tell you about it later. We'll tell you off air. Uh, basically, I went to the yeah, golf yeah, club cool. in London. Oh, I, I could go on for hours about it. It was, it was good. <laughs> How long is your show? <laughs> <laughs> Not long enough. Not long enough. <laughs> uh, so we've been loving your uh, your single, Ain't No Friend of Mine, uh, on the on the rock show. Obviously, you mentioned played it a few times. Uh, what was the, uh, the inspiration behind that song? Do you write from experience or uh, is it kind of fictional stuff? No, uh, funnily enough, it's probably the only, well, I mean, there's only really two serious, seriously written tracks on the album. Uh, one is pretty much the only ballad that we've got on the album, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one is No Friend of Mine, and um, both sort of uh, circled around sort of, you know, um, family violence and violence against women, and um, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of the band members, uh, especially David Drummer, I mean, there's been... You know, involved just from an outside point of view and, and his family and everything. And there's there's a lot to just, you know, hearing about it on the news. And I think if you have any sort of, you know, spotlight or, or any way that you can sort of promote the awareness of it, I mean, you've you've got to do it. It's it's just something that's just becoming ridiculous out here in Australia anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's, there's just too many women... You know, getting you know beaten, raped, murdered over here. It's just yeah, it's just gotten to a point where it's just unbelievable. I just 
yeah. So I, I just figured a couple of songs about that, especially when it hits close to home with a couple of the band members, and you know the rest of it is uh, is for fun. Yeah, use a bit of the platform to to make a bit of change if you can. Enjoy it on the way. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's right. So, Glenn, uh, obviously being the front man of a rock band, what, uh, what is the best part of being a rock star for you? Oh, well, I mean, getting there in the first place. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, would, I reckon it's, um, I don't know. I think the connection that you have with your bandmates, I think, is really important. Um, they're almost like a second family, so it's really cool to see how, how you know, nurturing each other is coming from this this hardcore background, you know, where you had know, two of these guys like, you know, perceive themselves as Satanists and everything, but obviously all for show. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's funny to see how um, how close you get, especially when you're in the studio all the time and then you start gigging and touring and stuff and you get really close, which is great. Um, but I think at the end of the day, just, just being able to tell the stories and, and seeing people sing it back to you, I've been... What isn't cool about it, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's the dream. <laughs> That's exactly right. That we all aspire to. But hey, in this modern day and age, we're all white noise, really, aren't we? It's everyone's everyone's a rock star. <laughs> Absolutely, it's it's possible. It's possible. So you like you like it when the people sing back your lyrics. Obviously, uh, have you had that yet with with uh, no friend of mine? We've been playing that one live. Oh uh, yeah, we've probably done about um, three or four gigs. We've just been concentrating on the album at the moment, so we just wanted to get a few local gigs out of the way, you know, blow it, blow the cobwebs out just to, just to uh, get used to each other on stage because we've rehearsed, you know, every week for the past year and we've gotten really tight and it, it's good to actually get up on stage and have a bit of fun and um, hasn't really happened yet, obviously. I mean, there's been a couple of people in the crowd that are, but it's, it's not really to the, that, that point yet. We're just trying to sort of build up on, on things and, and get ready for a couple of tours next year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, that leads us on nicely to our to our next point. So uh, you hopefully we'll all be singing the lyrics uh, to, along with you when you come to the UK. I hear there's a, a plans afoot. Mate, I would love to come and have a beer with you guys. Seriously, it'd be great. We're um, we're looking at uh, early next year. Hopefully, we've um, we're going to do hopefully a small Australian tour once the album's done, and then come over to to Europe when it gets just that that little bit. A little bit warmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys can you guys are going through summer at the moment, and then it'll be winter, and then we'll, we'll be back over again, hopefully. So. Yeah, it'll be a bit of a shock for the system if you come over in the middle of the uh, <laughs> the British. I, I remember what it was like. I was actually born over there, so it's. Um, oh really? Yeah. yeah from um, from Brixham. Oh wow! There we go. He's a local lad. There you go. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost the accent a bit. 
yeah, yeah just, I've just got this ridiculous accent now. I don't know how to get rid of it. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> I, was, I was obviously born with it, and uh, I came out when I was about four or five and um, had this posh in English, well, not really posh, I'm from Brixham. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now I've completely lost it, and a lot of my Australian friends can actually speak better English than me. So <laughs> <laughs> He's got comfortable now, that's all right. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Come to a, a homecoming gig in Brixton. Exactly, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we look forward to uh, to seeing you when you come over. Uh, obviously, keep us posted, and I shall share with the uh, the good people of Phoenix FM. Uh, Shuri, thank you so much for having me, and thanks for the Phoenix FM. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, thanks for chatting to us, Glenn. Yeah, no, no dramas. Thank you so much. Take care. Peace. Bye. So that was Glenn Patrick from Shotgun Mistress on the phone last week. Uh, it's so great to talk to him. He's such good fun. Good laugh. Uh, we did talk on off air for uh, an extended amount of time about Dave Grohl. Uh, <laughs> couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Uh, but as he said, yeah, the album will be coming out soon. Um, towards the end of the year, hopefully. And uh, I will keep you posted as soon as I hear anything about that. But you can follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest of it at Shotgun Mistress. Uh, and find all their music uh, at when it drops on all the usual platforms. <laughs> This is for Glenn and the boys of Shotgun Mistress. Welcome aboard the night train, lads. <laughs> we'll see you when you get here. <laughs>